0: Welcome back to the Mackinac and Michigan show, brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism. Here on WJR, I'm Kelly Cobb, and I'm Jared Scora. And uh, Jared, I'm sure as a child you had memories of uh, wandering freely throughout nature. I would bike to school in elementary school by myself. The best memories, yeah. yeah and uh, my dad even let me take our. He had a jet ski. And I would take that out as soon as I got a boating license at, like, age 13 or 12. Mm -hmm. I think you could do it in Michigan when I was a kid. And I would be out there for an hour by myself. Nowadays, I feel like if we did that, uh, the police would come, grab us, take us home, and give our parents some sort of reprimand Mm -hmm. for it. Um, We're joined by Senator Ed McBroom from up in the UP, who has a new bipartisan bill that would basically allow these free range parents uh, to let their kids learn some independence on their own. Senator, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Great to be with you. So can you walk us through exactly what what is the problem? I mean, do we have a lot of parents? I've read a lot of stories about parents um, uh, either being you know charged or uh, reprimanded by the police uh, for their kids just playing at the park in the mm-hmm. neighborhood by themselves uh, is this how big of a problem is this in Michigan and what do you aim to do about it
1: yeah I think that at present the quantity of the problem is on the small side but it's growing mm-hmm. and in particular grows when you consider the uh, amount of neighbors who are willing to report someone to CPS because they feel that you're being irresponsible for letting a child come home to an empty house when they're ten years old, or letting them go to the park alone, ride their bike a quarter mile down the road and play in the park alone or with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have neighbors who We'll take a picture and post it online and say, oh, my goodness, uh, can you believe so-and-so doesn't take care of their children? And then somebody else reports it to CPS or the local police. And this bill simply provides that clarification to law enforcement and particularly the CPS and the state government that says parent can assert that this is responsible parenting mm-hmm. and that children can spend this time alone and it shouldn't be construed as abuse or neglect.
2: Yeah, so re- reading the bill, it, it looks like it's what what we're trying to do is have the proper amount of discretion for government authorities. Where you know this isn't about you can leave your kid in a hot car or these areas where it's blatant abuse. It's just about where if you're doing what you know, frankly, used to be normal parenting, um, exactly. that you're you're protected. I got to say, I I have. Four young kids, um, which I know for you, Senator, that that's known as a, a small family. Um, Jared, Jared and I each have four children together,
0: eight. I think you beat us, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you still beat be close. us. <laughs> well,
1: after my brother passed away between his family and mine, we had 13 children at. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and you know, honestly, so we live um, you know, about a half a mile from our kids elementary school. They my my we have three elementary age kids and and the the saddest thing for me is going down to that school um and my kids walk or bike and seeing how few bikes there are for a true neighborhood school. And a lot of yes. this I think is just driven by this overprotectedness, parents that are worried about, you know, what's going to happen to their kids in this danger. And, and, you know, it really does have long-term harm where your kids are not learning independence. They need to kind of go through. I think a lot of us, like Kelly mentioned, we remember doing some, some things. And sometimes you do encounter problems as a kid that you have to learn and confront and get over. And, and so I, I really like this bill for just making it easier to be a kid um, and grow up and, and hopefully have some obstacles that you have to overcome without a parent being there uh, helicoptering over you.
1: It's really critical to development of children. I mean, this is how we teach people to drive, right? I mean, we all, we all see that. First, they are your passenger while you drive, then they become the driver while you're the passenger, and eventually they have soul of light. And this is true with so much else in life, dealing with conflicts and disputes amongst peers, um, making decisions on crossing the road, or when you're in danger in a park with weather or with other people present. We, we have to train our children to do these things. And that includes then teaching them how to function when we're not there monitoring every decision they make. Yeah. And for other, families and for the internet in particular, you know, social media to continue to take this away from us and then encourage the government to step in is not going to make more resilient, um, robust, Adults who can handle the curveballs life throws at them later.
2: Yeah, and and it, you know it's great to see. Also, I mean, I I know you're co-sponsoring this with a uh, Senator Jeff Irwin, who's out of Ann Arbor. So when the when the Upper Peninsula and, and Ann Arbor can get together on a <laughs> on an issue, that's always nice to see.
1: Yeah, Jeff actually was born in the Sioux and grew up in the Upper Peninsula. His dad was senator up there. Now he's moved to Ann Arbor and. He and I are certainly on very opposite ends of the spectrum, politically speaking, but um, both love our children and want to see them grow up into strong adults who can function well, and we don't want the state coming in and bothering and hassling people with CPS investigations.
0: Yeah, can you talk through that a little bit more? I mean, if the police come, what what is the procedure now? Say a kid's at a park, and the police uh, come and and find the kid there, and then they they take him home or her home. Um, what what would happen to the parents? Does CPS they get CPS involved? Could they could they file something on the parents? I mean, what is the process? What is the and in other words what's the fear currently out there for parents who do enjoy giving sure. their kids independence and responsibility?
1: Well right now there's just a lot of discretion involved and a CPS worker is supposed to, you know, see is this abuse, is it neglect? And there's so much discretion involved and so little guidance in the law regarding this and and here we have cultural norms and social media impacting that and putting pressure on our government officials and on the police to recognize, oh, I think this was an abusive situation, someone says, and then they're under that pressure, especially if something bad did happen. You know, if the kid was alone at the park and got hurt, then suddenly there's just this enormous pressure of using the law as a hammer to punish somebody when this behavior, this was a reasonable childhood experience, mm-hmm. and what would normally have been construed as such. So we're we're basically trying to legislate common sense in a in a way here, but also providing a, a, an affirmative way for both the CPS worker to report back to the busybody who's reporting this. Hey, they're falling within the parameters of the law, and mm-hmm. it's also allowing the parent if they have to go to either the government or the courts to say. The law says I have this reasonable childhood experience um, to allow them to to have, and this cannot be construed as abuse or neglect.
2: Yeah, and and you know I, I just had a couple months ago where my my daughter she she bikes about a mile to her friend's house, and she was biking home and had a problem with her bike, and you know was upset about it, and where somebody stopped to help her, and. I was telling another friend about that story, and they said that same thing happened to their daughter. And somebody, instead of calling the parents and asking the daughter, what are your parents' names or number, they they called the police. And the police show up and have this you know, stern talking to them about what could have happened for their daughter, where it's like wow. it's a 10-year-old riding their bike in a neighborhood. I mean, what do you mean yes. what could happen? Yes, they they <laughs> yeah. can fall off their bike and they can get hurt, but, you know, that idea you're supposed to completely legislate every angle of every bad thing, it's just not realistic.
1: Exactly. And, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we do live in a society with some increasing danger, of. but it's also we're living in a society that has less crime than we've had in— over 30 or 40 years Uh, and so we have this duality and this conflict every parent senses it right when you let that child take their first drive in the car are they really ready for this what if uh, somebody pulls out in front of them are they really prepared for that it's a part of life that we're going to experience that anxiety internally and that tragedies can and do happen but we can't protect them from everything and, and growing up and having some independence training is a vital part of growing up.
0: So, Senator McBroom, what is the name of the bill, and uh, what are the prospects for passage in this kind of kind of divided, almost nearly, slightly divided government that we have with um, sure. Republicans in just uh, a sliver of a minority there?
1: Yeah. So, I believe we're calling it the Reasonable Childhood Protection Act, or, or uh, Reasonable Childhood Activities or Independence Act, something along those lines. And it's currently in the committee that Senator Irwin chairs. So I think we have an excellent chance of getting it out of the committee and to the chamber floor. And we've had some tremendously positive feedback from our colleagues and from media and citizens around the state. So um, it's passed in other states that are liberal and other states that are conservative. I'm very optimistic about our opportunity to get it done.
0: Senator Egg McBroom, we appreciate you coming on and for filing that bill, and we hope uh, we hope it, it makes its way through uh, for all of our children's sake. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much, guys. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too. And we'll be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac, Michigan show on WJR.